Welcome to EBZ Devotion. My name is Gray Ngugi. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this new day. We can get to experience your goodness. We can get to experience your love. We can get to experience your presence. Lord, we do not take it for granted and we acknowledge that indeed it is your doing. We welcome your presence, Lord, even at this time as we begin to study your word. We ask, Lord, that you will speak to us. And Lord, you will guide our steps. And Lord, we will get to enjoy your presence. As we study your word, send us the presence of your Holy Spirit. May you give us understanding. Lord, may you speak. Lord, may you answer the prayers of your children. Lord, may we find reason to glorify you. May we find reason to praise you this morning. We welcome you, Lord. Begin with us at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We continue to study the book of Psalms as we go through some few chapters and get to learn exactly what God is speaking and how we can relate to his word even in this um, particular season that we are in. Today we get to look at Psalms chapter 47 and I will read. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. For the Lord Most High is awesome, the great King over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loved. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing to him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. And this is the word of the Lord. So Psalms chapter 47 naturally follows after chapter 46 which I will encourage you to go ahead and read. But just a quick summary, chapter 46 is focused on the security of God's people. It's also focused on God's deliverance and God's might and indeed his protection. Now as we begin looking at 47, the psalmist here begins with a call of action. He says, clap your hands. Now clapping, um, is that outward expression or that outward sign or an expression of a joy that is happening inside. So we can attribute this call to express outwardly the joy that is inside, probably from what has been happening in chapter 46, that God has protected his people, God has delivered his people, God has been the security of his people. The reference for the clap is all the nations, referring not just to the nation of Israel, and very likely also pointing to the fact that Abraham was the father of all nations. That it wasn't just the beginning of Israel for him, but it was a call for all people. That as the psalmist is writing, it's not just the nation of Israel, but all people are being called out to clap and express that inward joy. So 47 will definitely begin with praise as you think about 46. So first of all, one of the things we see 
even as we get into verse 2, is that God is referred to as the Most High God. That God has his authority. He is in control. God reigns over all people. And this is not only just reference to who God is, but is also pointing as to the Messiah who came um, um, to save the people of Israel. And that is fulfilled, the Messiah is fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ. Again, a reference to that is the use of the word inheritance. In my culture, you, are, you, you, are in, you only inherit when you are a son to a father. Now, if the only way our inheritance comes is only when we become sons to the father. The only way we become sons is when we are connected to Christ. And in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, um, from verse 3 to 6, this is what it says. Sorry, that is Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 to 6. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be a holy, um, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to adapt to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praises of his glorious grace which he has freely given to us in the one who he loves. And that points to Jesus Christ. That through the gift of Jesus Christ we are called sons. And hence we are the inheritance that is being talked about. That we can become the inheritance because we are connected to Jesus Christ. The psalmist continues in verse 6. Increase, um, sorry, continues in verse 6. Sing praises. And that phrase is repeated four times. And that's a command in the light of who God is, in the light of what God has done. That the psalmist in one verse does not just need to say sing praise once, but over and over again he reminds us, sing praise. Indeed, it shows the depth of which the psalmist is looking at God and saying, this is who he is and this is how much I need to acknowledge who he is. The eagerness of the psalmist is felt in acknowledging God. Sing praise to God, sing praise. Sing praise to our king, sing praise. The emphasis being laid on the fact that there is a call to praise. Now when you jump to verse 7, it's interesting because in the King James Version it says, For God is the king of all the earth, sing praise to him with understanding. What does it mean to sing with understanding? You see, praise is not just meant to be a mechanical thing. It's not just meant to be um, something that you routinely do. But it should be a thought-out process of acknowledging God. It is the use of the entire body, the spirit, the heart, most importantly, the mind and the soul. It's us using our minds and being intentional about how we apply, how we, how we praise. Let us praise the Lord with understanding, not just a mechanical routine expression. Verse 8 continues on to say, 
that God reigns over the nation. He's seated on his throne. And this is an expression of God's authority. He sits on his holy throne. He reigns over the nation. And his throne is not just holy, but if you jump to the book of Hebrew, uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, also expressing that throne as a throne of grace. Where it says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That throne that is available to us because we are sons of the Father through Jesus Christ. So that holy throne is available to us. As I read through um, Psalms 47, one of the major things that I think about and the biggest lesson for me that I just want to draw us to this morning is that God commands our praises through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. That our praises, they're all led, they're all directed because it starts off for us with being sons, with being connected to God through through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Here are a few thoughts I'd like to share with us this morning. Number one, that our praise is a choice. It's up to you to choose where you direct your praises. And maybe a question for you to think about, what has God done for you so that you can choose to praise him this morning? Take some time to look back. Yes, things may be tough. We may be going through a tough season. There is this pandemic going on and most of us experiencing lockdowns wherever we may be. But you can still choose this morning. You can still choose to find a reason to praise him. Number two, have you acknowledged his son, Jesus Christ? The only way we can become his inheritance is through sonship. The only way we can be called his children is through Jesus Christ. Christ reminds us that there is no other way that we can be saved. There is no other way to the Father except through him. He calls himself himself the way, the truth, and the life. It's only through him that we can get to the Father. This morning, have you acknowledged who Jesus Christ is? Have you chosen to praise God? As we think about our praises, our praises should be cheerful. Clap your hands and express the inward joy using that outward physical clapping of the hands. Let it be a cheerful process. Let our praises be universal as all the nations are called to praise God. Let us join in unity as a family, as a church, as a nation of God in praising him for what he has done. Let your praises be vocal. The psalmist says, use your voice, shout unto the Lord. Let your praises be vocal. Let your praises not be praises of shame, thinking about what the world is going to think, but stand up. The Bible calls us a light to the world, and light is not hidden under a bowl or under a bed, but it is placed on a stand that it may shed light. Let our praises shed light and point to who God is. Let our praises be frequent. In verse 7, in verse, sorry, in verse 6, we're being told, praise, sing praise to God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. And let our, let our praises be frequent and sincere. 
and let our praises be intelligent. That as we sing praise, we sing praise with understanding. We sing praise having known what God has done for us. I love the hymn that says, count your blessings, name them one by one. And for me, that is a sign of praising intelligently and praising with understanding. For we can count what God has done and each one of those is a reason for us to praise. So let us praise our Father intelligently for what he has done. Remember today we are learning that God commands our praise, especially through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. There is no bigger reason for us to praise than the fact that this morning we have found salvation through Christ. I don't know what else you can count as a reason for you to praise, but remember the call is for you to praise cheerfully, universally, for all of us to, to unite as the children of God and to sing praise, to shout and vocally praise the Lord that the world will know that we serve a God who loves us. Let us praise every moment of our lives and let us praise the Lord intelligently. What reason do you have this morning to praise God? We thank you, Jesus, that Lord, each one of us can find one reason, two reasons, three reasons, multiple reasons for us to raise our voices in praise, for us to be so sincere with our praises. For indeed, Lord, you have done so much for us. Your word reminds us that you can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. You have done so much at times we don't even recognize it. The Lord, our minds may be clouded by all the worries, all the challenges that could be around us, Lord. That we forget the little things that you do for us. The little blessings like the breath of life. The fact that you have sustained us. The fact that you answer our prayers. Lord, all this we do not take for granted. And this morning we choose to let you command our praises as we focus on what you have done for us. Lord, how we welcome you into our hearts this morning that you will fill us with that joy, that joy, Lord, that is unspeakable, that you will fill our hearts with comfort. Thank you, Father, for you have been good to us. We give you the praise this morning and we acknowledge that you, there is no one else like you. We thank you, Jesus. We pray all this, believing and trusting in your holy name. Amen.